Settling children for another episode of Sokonori. <laughs> Settle down, children. It's time for some Sokonori. And although this is episode three, this is actually the fourth story in Andrew Ward's Soccer Strangers matches because we tried to record the last one and it was so boring that my computer fell asleep <laughs> and it decided not to record. Uh, you're not missing much. But I'm still wearing my jammers from last week. Which nobody knows that now, <laughs> do they? That's a weird comment. Yeah. <laughs> But you've got some hot chocolate. You're already tucked up for a nice little story, aren't you? Yes. A story of footballing history. This one is called The One Man Team. And this is from Burnley, December 1891. Snow was falling heavily, and it was one of the coldest weeks of the year. No one felt much like playing football. This actually <laughs> does sound like a little, little kid story. <laughs> Certainly none of the Blackburn Rovers players did. But... Being mainly professionals, that's interesting in 1891, isn't it? Yeah. Professional footballers. Mainly. I feel sorry for the ones that aren't. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> they still have to play. <laughs> uh, well, I assume they did. Uh, being mainly professionals, they came out of the pavilion to take on Burnley. Conceding three goals in the first 25 minutes did nothing to raise their spirits. Already it was a tetchy game. So that's Ooh. foreboding. Two players squared up to each other in a bid to keep warm. <laughs> in a bid to keep warm. <laughs> and settle a quarrel this in the defi- cold. This definitely is a children's story. Oh, no. Mom, what are they doing? Uh, uh, keeping warm. Keeping warm. Why is, why is all that warm blood running from his face? <laughs> when halftime arrived, everybody was pleased. <laughs> it's written like for little kids. I don't know if this is a kid's book, but... <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so from the first, the first couple. story, no. Uh, the 10 minute interval passed Burnley were on the field but there was no sign of Blackburn Rovers they looked under the seats <laughs> they looked under the <laughs> it doesn't say that <laughs> ref- is this where they end up with a team of animals <laughs> and all their differences come together to form an <laughs> to incredible team, team. Uh, the referee was the notorious notorious is not a good word to go with referee <laughs> that doesn't sound great the notorious JC Clegg from Sheffield. <laughs> Another bloke from Sheffield. You won't know this, but the last story from Sheffield as well. Uh, so Sheffield, three out of four stories. Yeah, Sheffield. Sheffield inclusive. Um, a lot, they're all in the north, aren't they? That's interesting as well. Um, so he was the notorious JC Clegg from Sheffield, a high-ranking FA official and a man, a man who brooked no nonsense. Mm. We know that about him. Whereas uh, I brook loads of stuff. <laughs> you always brooking stuff, aren't you? <laughs> that's what they say about you. Ben the Brooker, that's what they call him. Uh, nor did he like waiting in the cold. Are Blackburn trying to pull two of these things? <laughs> they're, they're doing nonsense and cold. <laughs> JC Clegg will not stand for it. He warned the teams that he would start in two minutes. In fact, he waited four. So he's a liar as well as all that. <laughs> Even then, not all the Rovers players had returned to the pitch. Soon, tempers rose again. The two feuding players came to blows and were sent off. 
but what followed next was extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> it better be now. <laughs> All the Blackburn players except goalkeeper Herbie Arthur. That's a good name as well, Herbie Arthur. You don't see the name Herbie very often anymore, no. do you? Apart Just from the cars. The car, yeah. <laughs> All the players apart from goalkeeper Herbie Arthur left the field. Why did he stay? I don't know. Maybe he was too far away. Couldn't hear. <laughs> maybe what? couldn't we, see. We, we're doing what? We're doing, I'm just staying here. <laughs> too cold. <laughs> The referee, aware that he had done the correct thing by starting the game when there were more than six players, simply carried on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's the correct thing. It was Burnley against the opposing goalkeeper. So Burnley, I'm assuming, down to 10 men at this point. Yeah, yeah, let's remember that. It's not not a full compliment. (laughs) Herbie Arthur was nearing the end of his tremendous career with Blackburn Rovers. He had joined the club as right half in 1880 and then volunteered to keep goal in the reserve team when a vacancy occurred with no obvious replacement. That's interesting. <laughs> Why not? Right half, that's defence. <laughs> yeah. Like a half, uh, is that what it, like a centre-back? Yeah. Right half. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. Old positions get very confusing. Yeah. Like inside left was an attacking position, right? I don't know what midfielders were called in those days. don't know. Um, he played in Rovers' hat-trick of FA Cup final wins in the mid-1880s and became mm. an established England, England international. Unlike most of the Rovers players, he remained an amateur. So, so much for professionalism after yeah. all that. He was one of the amateurs and he Despite came out and played for on. England. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I wonder if it was like, you remember in the cricket, until not that long ago, they had all... Wait, it was all professionals and the captain was an amateur? Is that right? Or was it the other way around? Oh, I don't I know. I think it was that way around. I think the captain was always an amateur until like the 40s. Yeah. I think that's right. Just because it was funny. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a gentleman's thing. Like the captain was a gentleman, so didn't need to be paid. Okay. Like, he was like a lord yeah, or something like I that. See. So didn't need the money, whereas the players underneath, under him... Although cricket's always been a bit of a toffs yeah. game anyway, but I think that was the rationale behind it anyway. Uh, this was his biggest test, and this is Herbie Rovers. Herbie Rovers? No, Herbie Arthur. Herbie Rovers was the team. Um, Burnley restarted the game and bore down on his goal. <laughs> Offside, <laughs> yelled Herbie Arthur. It was given. <laughs> 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 so they can't pass it forward. <laughs> the, there followed an eternal period of time wasting. Eternal. <laughs> it's still time wasting now. Still going on. Herbie Arthur, with no one to pass the ball to, dallied as long as he could. <laughs> Eventually, the referee gave up and abandoned the game. How long did he dally? Uh, eternally, I guess. <laughs> He's still dallying to this day. Blackburn Rovers <laughs> later apologised, saying that their players were numb with cold and couldn't continue. Two days later, Herbie Arthur was given the benefit, uh, given a benefit. Oh, a, like a benefit match. Right. That's oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Like a, te- a testimonial yeah. these days. Yep. Uh, I guess because he was an amateur, he wasn't allowed to get paid. Yeah. But he was given a benefit match when Rovers played oh, Sunderland. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. guess he got the turning the, the gate money from that. Yeah, game. the earnings, yeah. And that's the end of the story. Oh wow. And so did it end he didn't let in a goal? It didn't say what the No, he didn't let in a goal because he, he wow. just said offside and then dallied for as long <laughs> as he could, just filibustered. <laughs> but it doesn't say like what the result of the game was. Because it, it was abandoned. Surely Blackburn would have had to Forfeit. Forfeit, you would think. But they didn't. 
because he played on when all the players had gone. So yeah. is it just an abandoned game? The referee abandoned yeah. it and they had to replay it at a later date? <laughs> In we- which case, he is definitely like... A legend. Yeah. That was a great performance. <laughs> like he saved them two, well, as many points as they ended up getting from the game. Great work, Herbie. And a lesson to us all, more dilly-dallying. Yeah. <laughs> the more dallying, the better. That's the moral of the story, children. <laughs> I imagine cocaine is perishable. Yeah. Then you ruined it. See you, suckers.